Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Maya. Yeah. Justin's out. Did you happen to watch Clon 2, Riley Soliner's Clon 2, blending of clowning, comedy, and performance art last night on CGP on MNN? I absolutely wish I did. I'm going to absolutely watch when it comes out. Every... I hosted an, an open mic that goes to like 11, 1130. Listen, though. How would you... Everyone who participates in this podcast does not watch the television show connected to the podcast. Yes. It's shaking my confidence, <laughs> Maya. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> it is true. It's just not true. Okay. All right. We'll deal with it later. Let's start the show. I'm tired sitting around the house. I'm tired sitting around the house. Everybody wants to waste their time. And it makes you want to lose my Hi, everybody. Chris Gethard here. This is the CGP Podcast. This is the companion podcast to the CGP television show on public access every Wednesday night that no one involved in the podcast even watches. So you don't have to either. But if you you listen to this and watch both, it's a pretty good experience. It shows you the comedy scene at large. Justin Linville is usually my co-host. I kicked him out at the end of last week's episode. He kept interrupting callers. I said I was going to kick everybody out. I ended the show alone in something of an existential breakdown. Justin did not come back. Kicked his ass out. Haven't heard or seen him since. Maya, that yeah. means you're bumped up to the co. You're usually his co-host. <sighs> this means you're my co-host this yeah. week. How are you feeling about this responsibility? Um, I'm both simultaneously like so excited mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. and so tired. Oh, tired. Yeah, so tired. <laughs> left Just turn. Uh-huh. Dealing with me for 45 seconds has left you tired. Yeah. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Seems serious. It, no, it's actually quite kidding. It is. Would you like to introduce... Yeah, I would really love to. Who's filling in for you as co-host? I'm going to go ahead and tell you all I have some major qualms with this. <laughs> Please introduce your co-host. So my co-host, I kind of, I held, um, I put a call out to the public. Mm-hmm. I saw the young faces of a generation and no one was fit for the job. And then I looked to my left, or this is my right. Stage left. And I found Harry Nelson. Hi, everybody. It's me. He was there all along. <laughs> Harry, who's usually producing our show on the other side of the glass, but yeah. is now... I'm in the room, baby. Is now, he's put in notice, leaving Earwolf to move to L.A. I'm out of here. And Ooh. now he doesn't give a shit, so he's going to try to horn in and get a last little bit of a spotlight on himself. That's like exactly he's been trying to happening. do on Beautiful Anonymous for years. Yep, here I now am. you're just owning it, at least. Yeah. Welcome to me. Yes, Harry's <laughs> having major senioritis. He I'm is. feeling great. Hanging from the rafters. Thanks for having me, Maya. Of course. I'm so happy to have you, Harry. Good. <laughs> I'm also still producing the show. I got, that's like I got a laptop here. Oh, really? You're not just running seven conflicting soundboards? No. Like Justin usually does? <laughs> no. Different bots. The Gethard bot, Griffin Newman bot, Mary Houlihan bot. Who else do we have? Um, Justin bot. Justin, Justin bot. Justin bot. Yeah. And then we had auditions. We're waiting to hear who else will become a bot. Yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna, kind of waiting on that one. Let's welcome our guest today, uh, the host of Fake the Nation here on Earwolf, Nagin Farsad. I when I don't know about you when when they started Earwolf New York, I thought it was going to be a huge community of comedians in and out like it is in LA. Yeah, it, it really has just come down to you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like the only two people who host comedy Wait, podcasts. Wait, Harry, is that true? Is it just me and Chris uh, on the comedy side? On the comedy side, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Vanessa's around every once in a while, but mm-hmm. he's mm. mostly talking to like 
survivors of mass shootings and stuff. Right. Make it extra fun. <laughs> and my show's barely comedy at this point. <laughs> and you got a well, lot of politics mine, yeah, to deal yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not the same. But that's okay. What New York is doing its own flavor. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so glad to be here. You do have a connection to the CGP project way back in episode two of the TV yes. show. Yes. Keith Haskell made an episode where he made two little mini docs, and one of them was him asking his father to give him the sex talk. And it was rather traumatizing. It was. I viewed it, and his wife viewed it, and both of them. Keith's one of my best friends. Both of us said, Keith, there is some stuff in this. <laughs> that you're going to get crushed for. Please edit it out. And instead, in a very smart move, he brought you and a few other comedians in to kind of nail him on the spot, which I think alleviated the tension. Yes. we, We criticized Keith to his face. On camera, over and over again, over and over again. Why are you? Why did you do this to your father? <laughs> um, and you can see that online. Um, of course, if you are affiliated with the show, continue to not watch it. Mm-hmm. No, um, I would. But please, everybody else, wait, hold on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nagin. <laughs> hold on. It's okay. No she one's watches it. it. She watches. No yes, one watches it. We got to get people watching this thing, or else it's gonna die. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know. I've scheduled them into April, and I'm stopping because we got to get people watching this thing, or else I gotta can't ask people to keep working this hard on it. But we'll get there. We'll organize. We'll organize. Well, yeah. It's, A yeah, movement yeah. starts with one person. Yeah. Is step that what they say? step one: get the people in this room to actually check it out once in a goddamn while. <laughs> mm-hmm. The movement starts with a desperate plea on the podcast. <laughs> yes, me begging people on making direct eye contact. <laughs> Harry, have you ever watched an episode? Yeah. Which one? I've watched several. Name them. I watched uh, Martin Abano's first episode. I watched Carmen's first episode. Oh, really? So you Clon, haven't watched one I saw in Clon, five or six Clon months. Clon one. It's been a solid five months <laughs> since you Clon checked one out. Oh, you're just going to keep saying to, what you're saying. You're ignoring. Forward to seeing Clon so two. happy to have our other guest here today. <laughs> this is someone I've admired from afar for a few years now. I, I know uh, I was, I feel like I've now moved on to sort of just like storytelling about what it's like to have a kid and I'm I'm doing more like lame material because I'm a lamer person. But back in the day, I was- <laughs> You're a, terrible. Well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm glad but you're saying it. Back in the day, I was, a, I was known as a very weird performance arty Adderall addicted public access guy. And I started getting, uh, the, I started getting links to an article. I forget where it was, maybe in Vulture, about a show called Hell Trap Nightmare. Oh. And then I've had other people in my life reach out to me who are oh. Chicago-based. Uh, Spencer Parsons, who we mentioned earlier, people who have said you in particular would really love Hell Trap Nightmare. And I have checked it out, followed it from afar. It's disturbing and <laughs> disgusting comedy. I would say uh-huh. we've never actually met face to face, but I think that's fair. I asked you before how you wanted to be referred to. You gave me no answer. I'll, I'll say Sarah Squirm, which <laughs> yeah, is the stage good. name. Yeah. Sarah Squirm, Helltrap Nightmare. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So nice to meet you after all this time. I know. I used to watch, when I was like 18, 19, I used to watch the Chris Gethard show all the time. I get this a lot. Uh, it's and flat, both flattering and terrifying. Well, but you I know, 18, could... 19 was what, yesterday? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a spring chicken. <laughs> No, that is a nice thing to hear because uh, there's a lot of comedians who tell me that. And that's a good thing. As I fade away into the sunset to know there's people carrying the torch. <laughs> wow. It's true. It's true. He's this really thing. having an existential oh, crisis. How many Welcome weeks? To the podcast. This has only been yeah. getting more honest over the recent weeks. <laughs> true. It's true. Uh, now, Sarah, because I, I, I follow you and all your Helltrap compatriots, and I, I interacted with you for the first time really only a few months ago because you put up something that I found imagery-wise, visually so awful that I left a comment that said this almost made me throw up and I meant it. <laughs> Wait, which one was it that was again? something with a bunch of meat. It was Play one of your away? meat things. Oh, was it? Yeah, because I think maybe it was the meat roll-ups. Oh, that's what meat it was. Meat by the meat, foot. Meat by the foot. I Yeah, I photoshopped meat textures onto, you know, meat, you know, fruit roll-ups and fruit <laughs> by the foot. I think it, it, it speaks for itself. And it oh, there was a there was a lot of like blood splatter flourishes too. It was just you know looking at it, I was like, what is this? And then when it became clear it was a meat based fruit roll up, it's just I had an instinctive just like ugh. Do you want me ugh. to tell you? It's actually grosser than that image. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, should I tell you what? It, it gets worse from. I'm here. into it. I mean, it's kind of early to be talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> 
Well, because it's from... It's 2.30 p.m. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, <laughs> I did a really funny facial expression that yeah, I guess people really can't funny. You know, sort of the noise, see. The noise did match the expression. <laughs> they get it. They get it. You know the emoji where the eyes go in two different directions uh-huh. and then the tongue tongue's out? out? Tongue out. Mm-hmm. That's sort of... Well, it's so... I don't... I guess that image was from a PowerPoint performance that I did where... I sort of, okay, I um, say that my labia is so long and distended that in order to put it in a bathing suit, I would have to roll Mm. the labia up like neat Mm roll-ups or meet by the foot. In the room, people... On the other side of the glass, people awkwardly looking away. But yeah, at least someone's <laughs> laughing, for God's sake. Isn't that how they open old-timey sardine cans? Yeah. Like the same yeah. mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. and I'm going to take that. Thank you. <laughs> Use it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So if you thought the image itself was gross, the accompanying the, sort of meaning behind yeah, that. Yeah, the backstory. Is worse. It's really, worse. yeah, it really just adds another a whole other layer. Uh and thank you for sharing it. And you guys all recently moved to Los Angeles, sunny yeah, Los Angeles. We did. You've been opening for Eric Andre. Seems like things are going great. They thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's um moving to Los moving away from Chicago to Los Angeles feels bad. Mm-hmm. So for you to say things are looking great is really nice. <laughs> yes, you should know. From the out no matter how it feels on the inside, mm-hmm. from the outside thumbs up. And that's Woo. the only thing that matters. Yeah. Hey, cheers. Well, I want to cheer. cheers. Cheers. Wow, cheers. an official cheers. cheers. Oh my God. Cheers yeah. to you. Oh, cheers. Paper cups. Now, every single week on the show, it used to be called Justin's Bit of the Week. It was a bit he would prepare and I would not know anything about first. It has been changed to Planet Party Town. Maya, where are we at with Planet Party Town? So last week, um, we established towards the end of Planet PPT, as we call it, Planet Party Town, (laughs) that me and Justin were going to enter a a Willy Wonka-funded contest to see who the best co-hosts in podcasting is. Are. And so um, this is going to be a three-episode miniseries for which we've become quite famous. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, we had a space theme. Podcast in space. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so I think we're going to get it started. Who's re- who's ready? Yay! Yay. Yeah, I'm America. Into, I'm into it. Differences yeah. and conflict amongst these great fields of amber gold. Growing up in the heart of New York City. You grew up on Long Island. To me... America began in Times Square and ended in the East Village. But when me and my associate Justin were invited to participate in a contest for podcast co-hosts, I knew it was time for me to explore the rest of the country. While Justin insisted on taking a plane so he could play his favorite in-flight entertainment game, I decided to hit the wide open roads with our producer, Harry. I was excited, but in a more real way, I was very nervous to expose myself to new ways of thinking and living. But I knew that it was my time to eat and pray, and most importantly, love. This is Eat, Pray, Maya. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what you know, it's just where you go, it's planet party town. I can't believe no one interrupted that entire time, it was gorgeous. I thought I was supposed to be polite and not speaking. Usually it's me just just... yelling, what is this? (laughs) At least this one, it was clear. Thank you. The premise was more clear and digestible this week. It's Eat, Pray, Maya. What's on to It's snappy to the point. Better than all this nonsense, this top-loaded nonsense Justin Linville comes up with each week. Well, I don't know. I don't don't know who to attribute it to at this point. Uh, Yeah, it just kind of comes from our our minds and hearts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are we doing? What is this? Oh, great. There's actually another... um, Roll the tape. Oh, God. Somewhere deep in the swamps of South Carolina, Harry and I made our first stop. This was prompted by Harry telling me that I was, quote, way off course and, quote, we shouldn't be in South Carolina. Hmm. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> I guess my life had been, quote, off course up until now. And my headspace was a, quote, South Carolina of sorts. A beautiful place with a tortured history. <laughs> but I wanted to stop in South Carolina because I knew there was someone there that exemplified the quality of heat. A chef I read about in Dentists Weekly named Daryl Halloween. Daryl Halloween. Uh, Wow. 
Uh, beep, beep, out of the car, Harry. Time to get out. I need to stretch my old legs. Yeah, you've. Been, I don't know how to drive. This is true. I don't have a permit, so you've been driving the whole way. Yeah, and I haven't told you this, but I also don't have a permit. Is that, is yeah. that real? Or a license, for that matter. Yeah, I guess I don't have a, I have a non-driver's ID. Okay, I'm just going to pause, just to let the listener know. There was a pre-recorded section. Now they're talking in the room, and Maya did point at, Sha- at Sarah pretty desperately. I don't know what this is, but this is now being spoken aloud in the room. Okay, continue. <laughs> That's crazy. Thank you for um, risking our lives to drive. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I love learning more about you. Anyway, where's this chef? Okay, so basically, I read about this chef, Daryl Halloween, um, in Dentists Weekly. Apparently, he was voted uh, dentist's favorite chef. This is kind of a ripoff of Green Book. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, continue. Continue. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But um, we're going to go to his diner and eat his diner food. Yum. Talk to him a little bit about what it means to be a person in modern uh, America. So knock. One second. Knock, knock. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to my restaurant. Daryl, it's so lovely to meet you. It's so great to meet you. It's me, Daryl Halloween. <laughs> you're so you're so tall. <laughs> I am very tall. I'm wearing big, big shoes. Good for you. Thank Good for you. you. I always say, I always say, if you're gonna be involved in an industry, you might as well be tall. That and it makes people pay, really pay attention because I'm very powerful seeming. <laughs> yes, I I feel it right now. Harry, say hello to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How hello. are you? Hope you can hear me up there. Just kidding. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, I'm let's very too, tall. Let's not be too cute about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard for me. Uh, hey. Well, Daryl, I wanted to see um, if you would make us your signature meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really just kind of, it's a little bit unclear to me why I need it, but I feel I need it. I feel I need your signature meal in order to learn an important thing. Mine hasn't been on a bit of a self-discovery kick lately. Yeah. I like reading books recently and talking. <laughs> That's really <laughs> awesome. Um, well, Dentist Weekly actually loves my meals because it's real. My meals are really good for your teeth. Yeah. Um. So, y- y- do you guys want to try my signature dish? That's uh, really loved by dentists, one and all. Yes yes, 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 we, we do. do. Oh my God, awesome. Please take a seat. First of all, take a seat. Thank take you. a load off. Thank you. You guys are look tired. I've been driving all day. And I've been sitting there. I've been sitting the whole time. We do have to set a time limit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so Daryl, what's your signature meal? <laughs> Big bowl of milk. Really good for your teeth. And some skeleton. toothpicks to get stuff out from between your teeth. So drink up. Gluck, 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 gluck. Yum. This was incredible. Daryl, I hate to be brash, but would you like to join us on our journey across yes. America? Yes. Oh, my God. Thanks for inviting me. Yay. Thank you. Let's go. It was making Daryl's signature meal this that taught me the value again. of patience. <laughs> yes, I had learned a lesson. We all hopped in our 1967 Subaru Impreza and burned rubber all the way to Missoula, Montana. It was there where I wanted to stop and talk to someone that exemplified the quality of prey. BuzzFeed's Religious Person of the Year, the hilarious Kathy Ratatouille. As we entered her co-working space, Harry looked pissed. Okay, Daryl, Harry, we're here at Kathy Ratatouille's co-working space. So let's all be mindful that other people are working here. Um, what's wrong, Harry? I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm tired too, but I'm happy also. I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I'm not happy. <laughs> Anyway. Harry. <laughs> what? Okay. Can, can anyway, just... <laughs> um, and it's time to. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Kathy. Hi, I'm Kathy Ratatouille. It's so lovely to meet you. We've been corresponding over um, email. We have. <laughs> I tried to WhatsApp you, but you didn't accept my WhatsApp request, I so I was forced to thing. use email. I'm sorry. And I don't like it because it doesn't have end-to-end encryption. And that's a tip from Kathy Ratatouille. <laughs> wow, Kathy. <laughs> I'm already learning so much. Kathy, Me too, I'm, as well. <laughs> oh, this is Daryl Halloween. Kathy Ratatouille meet Daryl Halloween. We go way back. Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> hi, Daryl. <laughs> oh, I'm sensing... Something, Something yeah. torrid? I don't know. <sighs> we had a love affair. We once. hooked up. <laughs> we hooked up. Well, that tells me a lot how you two refer <laughs> to the, whatever happened. Commitment phobia was Daryl's name. <laughs> and ghosting me was his game. Oh, my God. Daryl. Right. 
Well, I'm busy. I've got bowls of milk to look at. Well, Kathy, um, yeah. I figured I, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to better myself as a human, and I heard that you, BuzzFeed voted you the religious person of the year, yeah. kind of without any context about any particular religion, just kind of right. religious. Um, and I was wondering if you wouldn't mind leading us in a quick prayer in the hopes that I might learn something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great, great, great. We'll do that. Um, as you know, I'm a big believer in co-working spaces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as such, um, I'm let us to join uh, Pencils. And uh, and and uh, great, thank you. Um, and um, let the gods of productivity flow through these pencils wow. into your brain synapses, mm. where your mu- where where your brains will create the music that will fill your um, many emails that you write. Wow. <laughs> Amen. So, Maya, are you crying? I'm transported. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm transported. Kathy, that was remarkable. Would you Thank mind you. if I were to be brash right now oh, please. and ask you to join us at our road trip across the country? Kathy Ratatouille says, obviously, yes. Yay! Yay. Let's oh. go. Praying with Kathy and the gang made me realize the importance of self-acceptance. Yes, I had learned a lesson. Our final stop before Los Angeles was at a Waffle House in Tacoma, Washington. On the ride, I was lamenting the fact that I had learned how to eat and how to pray, but not how to love. But we had no clue who we would end up stumbling upon in those hallowed Waffle House booths. Okay, guys, everyone, sit down and I'll get us menus. I'm going to act like the waitress because I want to. (laughs) Okay, one second. Chris? Chris Gethard? What are you doing here? Uh, I off, I often go to Waffle House by myself. Oh, well, that's nice. A lot of times when I'm out on the road, there's nothing else open all the time. And usually you're in a hotel that's within walking distance of a Waffle House on the highway. So I come here. Well, it's good to, good to see you. It's lovely to see you. Yeah, great to see you too. How you been? I'm good. I'm I'm surprised you're not more shocked to see me. Uh, no, yeah, it's a definite. I guess I'm just kind of in an emotional. Oh no, I feel emotionally in a haze, so nothing surprises me at this point. I don't feel pain or joy right now. Well, I guess it's a mental state I'm in. There's a way to look at that as the glass half full. How you been? You know, I'm pretty good. I feel like I've learned a lot on this road trip. Do you want to come meet my friends? Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey guys. Hi. Kathy and Daryl. Oh, I know you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi. We were hey, in a thruple for a while. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> we were in a love affair and then we hooked up. Yeah. Unreal. Me and Kathy love affair. Me, yeah. Ms. Daryl hooked up. What? What? Harry, can we get in the rhythm of this, please? <laughs> Harry. Oh, by the way, Chris. It's, it's, oh, hey. And, uh, Harry, I used to produce your podcast. Yeah, I remember. And then you ditched me like they all do. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, that's the response. I'm going to pretend to be a waitress for one second because I think because I want to. But what are we to, eating today? Well, you should. I mean, if you're going to pretend to be a waitress, you should pretend to be a Waffle House level waitress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were just you were awfully cheerful for someone I who know. works in the Waffle House. Yeah, you're like doing the graveyard shift. Okay, okay, okay. I'll try it again. How how we do it? How we doing? Now you have to ask us like the Waffle House because the Waffle House specialty is like, do you want your hash browns like scrambled, shredded, chopped, and covered, chunks, smothered, smothered, yeah, something like that. So you <laughs> kept in a box. Us, yeah, you have to ask lowered us that. in a well. Chunk, chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, and you're a late night Waffle House waitress. You've probably seen a gun in a waistband yeah. at least once tonight. There's someone's gotten in a fist fight in the parking <laughs> lot, and you've watched through the glass and not called the police. It's so hard to be me. As a waf- I'm thinking it's of myself true. as a Waffle House yeah. waitress. It's hard to be me. You're a generally positive person. Yeah. I don't like I don't like having I, I wanna help. What can I do? How can I help people who work that shift not feel bad? Maybe I need to start some kind of a fund. <coughs> wow. Like a GoFundMe no. or something? Indiegogo? Yeah. I'll like do it. Charity, Indi- like a charity organization. Yeah, maybe we can uh for every listen of this podcast, I will donate um my time. To Waffle House employees. Maybe this is what it means to love. <gasps> oh. Maybe this is what it means to love. Okay, 
Um, I think I learned an incredible lesson. Chris, do you want to come to L.A.? You don't have to if you don't want to. No, I've been avoiding it for 20 years. Yeah. I think I'm just going to stay here and stare into these cheesy grits and contemplate what life really means. That's terrific. That's terrific for you. Thanks, Chris. Have thank, fun. Thank you, guys. Harry, you betrayed me, and I'll never forgive you. Hey, Daryl, great to see you. <laughs> great to see you. Wait, if your grits are cheesy, does that mean they're smothered or covered? It's the hash browns. They it's smothered and covered. And uh, then the grits... Grits, you can just mix some cheese in those bad boys. <laughs> well, it was really great to see you. You too. You guys should reconnect. I know. It was pretty cool when we hooked up. <laughs> yeah, feel free to text me. <laughs> I, I'm i really busy. Chris, or better yet, sex me. Taught me perhaps the most important lesson of all. Patriotism or what? love of country. Oh. Yes, I had learned a lesson. Before we knew it, me and my ragtag crew of important personalities were standing on the infamous Hollywood Hill. <gasps> Just Looking the over one. the great expanse mm-hmm. of plastic oh. and mountain, it occurred to me. I had eaten with a chef, prayed with a person, and learned to love from Chris Gethard. This trip would forever change me, for it was really, really fun. I'm just and glad now, Justin's not it was a part time to meet up with Justin oh. and get to work on <laughs> winning the podcast co-host contest thrown by Willy Wonka himself. <laughs> Yay! Oh, yay! I think that's it. Wow. You guys, that was incredible. Please. Good job, Maya. Thank you. That's my handle. Good job, Maya. A little disrespectful (laughs) to Gene Wilder, who's dead. Yeah, I, I we thought about that, but at the end of I the day, I thought it was the the Johnny Depp version. Uh, it was. We were kind of more. It's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, right? Is the little boy? What's I think name? you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. What's the name of that one Gene Wilder movie that's no, thought of as the worst movie ever? Oh, oh I don't know. That's Sitar. No. Ishtar. Ishtar. Directed by Elaine May. Really? Is yeah. that considered the worst movie it's ever? It's considered one of the worst movies. I think Waterworld kind of superseded it. That what about But I think Ishtar and Waterworld both had like, like budgets in the hundreds of millions. Wow. Like, what? That's the Ishtar? difference between them and a Gigli. Wow. <laughs> I like to think of it as Giggly. 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 True. And that's Affleck and Lopez. Yeah, uh-huh. you could have well, said when anything. they were when they were both when they were together. Benefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. They were Benefer. But also, they he was Benifer. with Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. So right. he was yeah. Benefer twice. Can you imagine yes. dating two Jennifers? And didn't he? Yes. Didn't he <laughs> break up with one of them because he was caught? Performing Cunnilingus on, on a the stripper. babysitter. No. What? What? A stripper or a babysitter? Something like that. The really? Nanny. Yeah. I always thought what that was mean? a very interesting Affleck specific that he was cheating through through giving through giving <laughs> oral sex. <laughs> He's a very very generous cheater. Very, He's very a generous. hero. Let's say it. I love his back tattoo. Have you seen that thing? It's no. Yes. Ben Affleck has a back tattoo. Yeah, it's Show gigantic. It's really? like a phoenix oh, rising from the ashes. Yeah, really? really? Entire back. Yeah, it's like the most Ed Hardy back tattoo you could have. <laughs> ben. Affleck has it. Wow. Let's take a look at Oh, wow. That's yes. truly terrible. It is. It's a phoenix. Oh, wait. Here's some saving I pretended someone. like I didn't know exactly what it was. <laughs> when you Google image search, search it, there's an image of him with lifeguard equipment sprinting with concern on his face. Oh, oh is that for a movie or is that just he likes to lifeguard on the side That's of being a celebrity? So He's like, quick, a, a young girl is is in need of me giving her <laughs> I must go. I must dive in. And I also love the young girl specific. Why not? <laughs> and they're all bad. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, we take calls on this show. I come up with the call on topic each week, usually about an hour or two before the show, because I sit and, th- and I do sit and stress about it for days ahead of time. <laughs> and this week, I was sitting here and I'm going, uh, just based on what I know of our guests, Nagin, I feel like in our interactions, I've been a guest on Faith the Nation, and it was yeah. very fun. And I think of you as someone who does a lot of research, very smart comedy, high level mm. stuff that ties into the political world, mm. the the. The maneuverings uh, that are changing day by day, all mm. these shifting gears. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. It's quite impressive. Sarah, Sarah Squirm, I'm going to go ahead and say my perception of you from the outside <laughs> is aggressive comedy involving a lot of meat labias. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so thinking of a topic that crossed over, here's what I've asked. I've gone into the Discord <laughs> chat that's around CGP. It's called Planet Scum. You can sign up for it at chrisgeth.com slash live, and it's actually turning into a very, very fun thing. Everybody in there is nice, and they chat 24-7 and distract each other at work, and it's great. And I asked them to call up. <coughs> Excuse me. 
that we're was all disgusting. Sick. Yeah. yeah, we're all sick. Um, yeah, my son has his first cold, which means I've had a cold for <laughs> oh, three months. It's, his first cold. Yeah, oh, my baby had picture. hers like two two weeks ago. Did yeah. it last forever? Yes. Yeah, right. endless. He it's coughs. Kind of and ongoing. Then he, yeah, he like really coughs annoying. into my mouth and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Spits Aww. on my face. And that's why I'm sick. He does baby say so, yeah? It's a disease pit. Anyway, <laughs> I asked people in that Discord chat to call up right now and to give us a quote. And they will not tell us this will be a real quote. And they're not going to tell us who said the quote. The quote will have either been uttered by an American politician or a serial killer. And we have to guess. Was Honey, this what's said? the difference? Yeah. <laughs> Mentality-wise, I, be- I bet a psychologist would break it down and say that there's more similarities than differences. We have to guess, was that a politician who said that or a serial killer who said that? Okay. Does everyone understand Great. That's great. I'm excited. Fun. Got it. We've got, oh, wow. This was the example I used. Michael from Alabama is actually online. I believe before when I was explaining how this works, I said, oh, yeah, put it in. And if it's a, then we can just say Michael from Alabama. It actually is Michael from Alabama, Yay. online one. Hello. Hey, 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 what's going on? I'm walking away from the air compressors. Sorry, it's so loud. It's all good. Oh, I know you work yes. with air compressors. You're that guy who works with air compressors. Yes, welcome back to the show. Michael from Alabama who I has to stand guy. too close to air compressors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you doing? How's your health and hearing doing being near air compressors so often? It's great. Um, I have noise canceling headphones that I listen to uh, podcasts on all day, so it doesn't really bother me. That's good. That's good. How are you guys doing? I'm okay. Yeah, pretty good. I'm great. Everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Minutes before this started, I bought a house in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. what you stepped up to That's do? That's what I stepped up to do. Purchase real estate. Oh my gosh. Are you so okay? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's either really good or really bad. Oh, wow. Good. Where in New Jersey? Nice. Don't worry about it. I will not disclose that information to anyone in comedy. I'm quitting in April and no one gets to know where I live. April no one, is so specific. You yeah. I, I pushed it back because we have CGP scheduled into April. And also then, taxes. Tax, right. right. Yeah. Ta- that is the last 420? CGP scheduled right now. Is April 420 is also in. I'm going to yeah. disappear, and my, my assumption is no one in the comedy scene will notice that I'm gone until July. Hey, That's I know. Guess. this is. We, I've been trying right. to say. Con- Michael, God bless Congratulations you. Congratulations. Thank you so much, On Michael. the Gethard estate, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wait, what is an air compressor? It's a big machine that makes a lot of noise. Well, we, we found this in previous calls with Michael. And Michael, God bless you, and God bless all the people who have to work next to machinery so loud that you have to wear headphones. I mean that sincerely. Thank you, man. Thanks. Yeah. And you're wearing headphones um, too Across at your work. The country. <laughs> yes, in a in a much cushier and softer <laughs> setting. Michael, you have a quote for us today. Yeah, I totally have one, and you guys have to figure out if it's a serial killer or a politician. So here it goes. You ready? Yes. yes. Thank you for reiterating the rules. <laughs> All right. So before leading my troops into battle, we would get drunk and drugged up, sacrifice a local teenager drink their blood, then strip down to our shoes and go into battle wearing colorful wigs and carrying dainty purses we looted from civilians. We'd slaughter anyone we'd saw, chop their heads off, and use them as soccer balls. We were nude, fearless, drunk, and homicidal. We killed hundreds of people, so many I lost count. Oh, it's Henry Kissinger. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know this off the top of your head? No, but... You know, you're, so you're like... guessing the specific politician. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, that's a really good one. Yeah. Wow, because it sounds like it has to be a politician, but then the specifics are so weird. Yeah, that it seems like a politician could never say that. Right, unless a politician is being very. Like doing a bit, uh-huh. you know. That's I what it looks like... like for a politician to do a bit. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, no, no, it's not a bit. It's it's not it's not a bit. It's, oh. I will say oh, it so- sounds like something Teddy Roosevelt could have easily said. Hmm. He used to say some crazy Both. stuff, and he loved war. Crazy. You're getting getting warmer. Oh, getting oh warmer. interesting. So he's getting warmer on the era. Or the, the per- type of person? Wait, so it wasn't Henry Kissinger? <laughs> so that was not Kissinger. <laughs> I think no, that's uh, um, Do you guys give up or you want to keep going? No, we're going to keep discussing. Because, again, you, I felt like your gears started turning. My gears started turning, but I feel like it. they're now not turning because my thought was this could be a serial killer politician um, 
overlap. A hybrid of sorts. Hybrid, because I'm thinking of like the Jonestown Massacre leadership mm. cadre yeah. would have said something like this in a, in their kind of political capacity as leaders mm-hmm. while also being serial killers. Like a Charlie Manson. He's yes. saying kind of Manson-esque yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's lot, what I thought. I feel like any of those serial killers that attract a cult clearly could have been politicians. Right. I feel That's like what, exactly. Or rock well, well, this, bands. This, this, Harry this, Nelson, your guess. This person had troops. Oh, this person had troops. Oh. Let's, let's very clear. Harry Nelson, your guess. You don't get to just show up here and bask in the glory. You have to actually participate. Yay, Harry. Uh, yay. Uh, I'm going to guess politician. Yeah, okay. Michael, it seems like we're all agreed this has to be a politician, right? Uh, it's general butt naked. What? General? General Butt Naked. Did you never hear about him? He was like this horrible politician from. Um, I, I forget where he was from. You can Google it and pull yeah, it up on your computer it up. or Wait, whatever. His name but... is General Butt Naked. Yeah, is that it's real? Pete it's real. Yeah. Last name? <laughs> <laughs> General Butt Naked. Oh, this is a real like person. Like B U T T dash naked. General yes. Butt Naked. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Let's go to Wikipedia. Joshua Milton Blyie. Often known by his nom de guerre, General Butt Naked. You, you oh. have a nom de guerre. Is that how you pronounce that, by the way? But n- Is it I've never heard yeah. that before. What is uh, that? Nom de guerre is like stage name or pen name. The funny thing is it also means it's uh, just like war name. Right, he is yeah. a mm. commander of forces under the wider control of Liberian warlord mm. Roosevelt Johnson. Nice. So I said Roosevelt. I did specifically say American politicians in the Discord chat, but I also don't well, care. <laughs> so well, this, no, he's, he's sort of both. Really? He's a, yeah, he's a hybrid of like what you guys were talking about, saying that he was a hybrid. Right. Like, so, so like serial killer politician. Crazy. Yeah, he's one of these guys who's crazy and then politicians co-opted his craziness and used it to kill. That's good. That's how politics works. <laughs> when, when was this was Liberia? Yep. Liberia, yeah. Liberia, which I also feel like if I remember right, not a stable government. And a, and a country was, that was, was formed by the American government to send slaves back to, right? Something like that? Something like that. Something awful? Everything, yeah. It, like, was, it was around the same time as Coney, if you guys remember him before he um, faded out of social media. Yes, before we moved on. Coney moved 2012? On. Yeah, yes. 2012, right? Coney yeah. 2020. <laughs> We're bringing it back. I'm obsessed with Coney. Just waves of guilt. Waves of unresolved he's, guilt. He's done, right? Yeah. Coney 20. Oh, he's he done. He was done in 2012? Yeah. He One of the early the examples curb. of we no, all... I think he, fa- he became a preacher. He became like, he found God and like started preaching. God bless. (laughs) An early example of, I feel like, of the modern era when we all like to do the right thing in the moment one time and then move on, you Mm -hmm. know? Just Mm -hmm. like, this is fucked up, and you post that, and then you don't think about it. And then it gets absorbed into the hyper-normalization cycle. And then then we uh, cyber-bully the documentary filmmakers. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I forgot that that was the whole thing. Yeah, there was a whole thing where they were going to be, yeah. All right. Michael, thank you so much for the call. Let's go and get you back to those air compressors, and we'll talk to you anytime, maybe next week. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Okay, let's go to, uh, I believe, line three. Is I don't next know call. any names of any politicians. Uh, I only know Henry Kissinger. Okay, so keep saying it. Let's keep saying it. Come on, I'm going to guess Matthew that's Matthew from Hank. Albuquerque? Looks like we've got, is it Matthew from Albuquerque? All right. Matthew, hello. Welcome yeah. to the show. Hey, how's it going, Harry? Hey, man. Hey, man. Good to talk to you. That genuinely messed with me more than it should have. Sorry. Uh, Matthew, it's okay. Matthew, do you have a quote for us from either a politician or a serial killer? Sue, uh, I went to work very deliberately as I am charged, and this is admitted and speculated somewhat as to whether I should employ a horse or a cowhide. Okay, say that again. Oh, Your connection's not time. the clearest, so one say it a little, say it slowly. I went to work very deliberately as I am charged, and this is admitted and speculated somewhat as to whether I should employ a horsewhip or a cowhide. Horsewhip or cow? Okay. Mm. Tough call for me. I'm gonna say old timey politician. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say nineteenth century um you know, before the West was won, uh, uh-huh. something um, about a frontiersman type uh, politician. Frontiers. Mm-hmm. So we got one vote for politician. 
Maya. Who's Jack know. the Ripper? Jack the Ripper is an early serial <laughs> killer from London. London One guy. of the first yeah. known serial killers that had like a name and gotcha. a public presence. Yeah. yeah. The, he was really, he, he made the mold. Made, yeah, well, yeah. good for him. He's branding. The modern serial killer, yeah. <laughs> Maya, your vote, serial killer, politician. Um. Yeah. I, uh, I guess I would vote serial killer, but just <laughs> no. context clues. Well, no, because you guys aren't um, conspiring to make it one or the other at any given time. No, I'm not making sense. I'm going to say serial okay, killer. One vote for politician, one for serial killer, Harry Nelson. Also politician. I think it's like Roosevelt or something. Two, you know? two politicians, mm. one serial killer, Sarah Squirm. I'm just going to say serial killer because the phrasing of w- went to work, uh-huh. yeah. going to work on something that, I mean— I mean, it's very, it's like Dexter. It's clear as day that it's Dexter. (laughs) I'm going to say serial killer. I wonder if this might be, uh, I think his name was H.H. Holmes from Chicago. Okay, Matthew, what are we dealing with here? A politician or a serial killer? This was Preston Brooks, a U.S. representative who was kicked out of the house for beating a senator with a cane. That guy, guy, yeah. What year was that? That was was right before the Civil War. Guys, who was the most right of all of us? You're a genius. Thank you very much. There was someone someone on the floor of Congress speaking out against slavery, and this guy beat the shit out of him with a cane, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to now say everything that you said. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be sort of my strategy for this. Wow. I've become very competitive for some reason. <laughs> well, I think this is, that's kind of the point, right? I mean, you did, Matthew, you did do a great job of finding one of the most clearly demented politicians in American history mm-hmm. to physically attack someone. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much. Yeah. You stumped, overall stumped us. I think we had three serial killers, mm-hmm. two politicians. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad Harry was right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Okay, we've got... Thanks, Harry. Thanks, the rest of you. Nice to talk the to you. Thank you. We've got uh, <laughs> Sam from Australia calling back again. Sam uh, has called the show a number of times. I always, He always seems a little, bit, a little bit down. Sam, how you doing this week? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, yesterday, uh, I asked a girl I quite liked, and I didn't get a total rejection. Hey. That's good. Hey. And I got to say, just at the tone of your voice, you got a little more pep in your step mm-hmm. than yeah. you usually do. Yeah. There's a little Got to put yourself out there. It's important. Yeah. I, I think I, I got through the sad, and now I'm like, that could have gone a lot worse. That's okay. great. That's awesome. Now, Sam, you know what's an interesting thing that you just made me think of? I feel like when Australians visit America, their accent is very enticing to us. But you're in Australia where everyone has the Australian oh. accent. That's that's that. You should. Australians don't have accents. <laughs> it's everyone else that has accents. Touche. Well, if I tell you, you, you come out here, that you come out here, that accent's going to go a long way because everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, I, I feel like anyone in the whole spectrum of sexuality likes getting flirted with by an Australian. I think Americans like getting us flirts. I once flirted I with an Australian work, girl, and it was great. Does it work in it, like if if he were to go to the UK? Or Ireland or Scotland. Yeah, like does the Australian accent still have some sort of a lure? Oh, interesting. Sam, what's what's the word? I think it would work both ways. Oh, really? So oh, because also British people have that whole accent. Is there, oh, yeah. they're, they're more similar is There's, the only thing. Yeah. I feel like it's like the is like an Australian accent, like a southern accent to a British person. Oh. Yeah. Sam, how's that work? How's that work? A weird, a weird thing for me is like in an American or British show uh, and hearing Australian accents, that really stands out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I guess because I'm used to whatever the local accent of that media is. Oh. I want to hear someone from Australia flirt with someone from Glasgow. Are you guys familiar with the Glasgow <laughs> accent? It's intense. Yes, it's like a borderline indis- or Northern Ireland. And uh, I, my family is Northern Irish. That accent indecipherable. Oh, is that like that movie where Brad Pitt is the wrestler and I had to put on subtitles for the whole movie? Uh, in that one, he was an Irish traveler. Yes. Yeah. A, a group yeah, of... Yeah, what group, was that called? That movie? Snatch? Snatch. Snatch. Snatch, yeah, where Brad Pitt... The Irish travelers are fascinating people. They travel all around in RVs, largely, and they have a strong culture of fist fighting. And yeah. there's always a king of the gypsies who uh, is the champion fist fighter of this culture at any given moment. Do you have any of those in your family? Any, you got any travelers, Sam? Are you familiar with the travelers? 
Are you with us, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I'm at a train station and testing the speakers at the perfect time. Oh, that's okay. Now, Sam, do you have a quote for us that's either a politician or a serial killer? Uh, yes, I've broken the rules, and it's either an Australian politician or, or a serial killer, but okay. you uh, can't tell me you're not excited. Okay. I'm very excited. Like... <laughs> okay. For seven days after I chopped my finger off, I was locked away in a safe cell, light on 20 hours a day, no idea of time. It's in a cement box, no windows or opening. Can I can I, oh. can I jump on this yes, one? Yes, go for it, Sarah. And you know what? I'm going to say, Sam, you tried to give us a little bit of a curveball, but I'm going to say it's a politician. Mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing right through your little plan. <laughs> Ooh, called out. I also would say this sounds like something that someone who was attacked by a serial killer, which makes yes. me feel like I can't be a serial killer. We're all voting politician here. Anyone else? But was this person kind of describing being in a jail cell, though? Having their fingers chopped off, yes. But they're, they're in jail, right? right? So they're not serial killing. seven days after I chopped my finger off. Mm. Oh, he chopped, oh, he or she chopped their own finger off. Harry, your vote? I'm going to go serial killer just for fun. You're you're a <laughs> troublemaker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, trouble I'm going serial killer too. Also, I want to because, and I'll tell you why. That, I felt so weird and horrible listening to this quote. Really, you did. And I, in a way that serial genuinely killers unsettled. make me, feel, yeah, genuinely unsettled. Wow. And so that's how serial killers generally make me feel. Crazy. I'm gonna go with serial killer. Okay, okay. And I feel uh, like Nagin, you're two for two thus far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. power. It's power. Sam, was that a serial killer? <laughs> politician oh this is baited breath baited breath sam what if we never know oh no if you're still there i've lost you oh no No, you're you're here here. please we need to know sam sam come on sam we can't leave this unresolved for all of us and the listeners it would be disturbing sam who chopped their fucking fingers off (laughs) Sam, somebody chopped their fucking fingers <laughs> off and we don't get to know who? He got on the train. What the oh. fuck was that all about, Sam? You can't call up and tell us somebody chopped their goddamn fingers off and sat in a cell for Without seven light. days. I'm scared. No. I'm scared. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> no light. No concept oh of day God. or night. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm not Googling this. No. You have. I want to sit in this feeling. I want us all to express the feelings that we're feeling right now. Sarah, why is it so important to you to have resolution on this? Because I really have to pee and I'm in this additional agony of like, because all of a sudden when the game started, I got really competitive for some reason and I felt violently like I needed to win. Uh And I just feel like I'm getting no resolution or closure in any way, shape or form from this game. Either winning or just no winning. Nothing. Oh, no. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I know, and it's from Sam. <laughs> Sam, who's called, I mean, Maya Harry, you know, he's called at least four times, and yeah. he's always seemed in a very bad place. Yeah, there was a, there was a different tone to he his voice this time. Today. Yeah. yeah. All right, because he was playing a mind game. <laughs> I don't love that he was at a train station. We should have mm-hmm. asked where he's going, man. Yeah. Oh, God. I always worry about Sam from Australia. Yeah, we do worry for him. Some guy chopped his fucking fingers off, and we'll never know. Also, Sam, it's a worrying that that's the, the quote you brought I in. I know. But I mean, it's baked into the game. It's so trouble. that's your guys' fault, I guess. Yeah, and, and your guys' is, let's be clear, it's Chris's fault. Chris's fault. What? Why is it my fault? Because you're, you're, the you're, the, you're the one that baked the game. I, came, baked I the game. didn't make Sam's phone fritz out, though. As the baker of the game, you owe us to Google it right <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Well, not Google it. Oh, no. Wait, is Sam back on the line? He Do keeps, I see that Sam? He keeps Sam? popping on and off. Yes. Right? Sam back on the line? Yeah, but now try, we've Can we try lost, Sam again? We've lost connection, so I'm getting hooked back Wait, up. We've oh, now we've lost connection. Oh, God damn it. If God. we never know. <laughs> <laughs> we never know who chopped their fingers off. Australia. Okay, how are we doing here? Because, <laughs> be, you know, there was that episode of Black Mirror. I can't watch Too Scary. And, oh, it's Black Mirror. And it was called, like... <laughs> funeral museum or death oh, yes, museum that's we or something. Oh, yeah, that was wild. And too. I watched the first like 10 minutes. I lost my mind and I turned it off. Mm-hmm. And there was some finger losing. There I'm was. not giving anything away because I only saw the first 10 minutes. Wait, yeah, but in the away. first 10 minutes, there was some finger loss. Yeah. It was and like I was side of the highway museum. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, but then it flashes oh. away from that 
museum to, to like a story yeah. or whatever. And that story is traumatizing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I just don't have an appetite for it, no. guys. That's no, I always say, even fair. with Sarah Sherman, Sarah Squirm, sorry, Sarah Squirm. Wow, con- outed you, outed you. Yikes. Information that was not publicly available until now. Truly don't, I have no identity. <laughs> I don't care what anyone calls is, yeah. me. <laughs> I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. Yeah, bleep me, bleep <laughs> me, please. Okay, so with your content, I am so squeamish. I really, really don't like things that gross me out or freak me out or scare me. But I, I muddle through it because it's very, very funny and very good. But it really, it ta- I can't. It's hard for me. I, yeah. Are you, is it easy for you to come up with those things? Or like, how do and you like, feel inside? And like, where's your fascination with it? I like, have made things that have made me lose sleep. Like, <laughs> I, I have oh made. God. You've made things that you yourself have. Yes. That's what it's, it's fun. Because it's like, how I try to see how far I can push myself. I've puked all over my kitchen. <laughs> I've done the. When we made a video where we had had to uh, scramble up a bunch of cow brains. Uh-huh. In, oh, you uh, really did that? I really did. Well, people, you know, people eat cow brains and whatever. But for some reason, my kitchen was really hot because, like, I didn't have air conditioning, and the smell was so rancid, and the brains were so old. And we were, and I just I pu- throw up. puke, 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 puked everywhere. Was and, anyone with you, or are you yes. just alone in your hot kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Luke, oh my god, oh, boy. Now, I'm going to tell everybody, I did try to take mercy on us all, and I school. I mean, we all remembered. Uh, oh, no, wait. Don't don't out that yet. God damn it. Okay. For, uh, I Googled for seven days after I chopped my finger, and I will say, all that comes up is things like hand laceration with possible nerve injury. Oh, put um, Australia in there. Fingertip <laughs> amputation. Will the tip of my finger go back? How a tiny cut on your finger could t- cost <laughs> you your life. God, what? Now this is big. Be- We're now just freaking everybody out. cut on the tip of your finger. <laughs> will my finger grow back? It will. It will. Are you a lizard? Do you have lizard <gasps> blood? If not, so no. Funny. Go to the hospital. Okay, I added. <gasps> I added. Okay, I added the word Australia. Is that it? Sarah, you just got excited. Oh, no. I, uh, I assume it's an I, Australian I feel like politician. he opened up a PDF. Mm. That doesn't say anything. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> an e preview. That never Damn. leads oh, to the right answer. God. Oh, God. Now, oh, do we, have, we don't have any other calls coming in, do we? I don't think so, no. Oh, God. Okay, the system broke. So we have to finish this. Fungus diseases of tropical crops No, but did you, do, did you do quote... Like oh, I'll put quotes around. And I think it was seven. an Australian politician because I actually I wasn't gonna say it, but I think he kind of uh, what's what, is Barry the lead the right? Yeah, he tipped his he tipped, tipped his, his hand. Barry the lead and I tipped my hat. To oh that. wait a second. Australia's worst serial killer, Ivan Malat's letters from prison. Nagin Farsal, ladies and gentlemen. You're really good at this game. Is this the answer? (laughs) It's this guy, Ivan. Let's see what this guy did. Okay. Uh, the rambling letters of Australia's worst serial killer who's serving seven consecutive life sentences for the brutal murder of seven backpackers. Oh. This is why everybody... See, now Sam's in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, we once had a caller in a, on Beautiful Anonymous who was like, oh, I'm backpacking all over Australia and I pick mm-hmm. strawberries to make money. And I live with this guy who's out in the bush and he's been doing this for years. And I was like... This sounds dangerous. And she's like, that's such an American attitude to think every stranger is dangerous. And then, Harry, you can match me. Yeah. She later got back in touch with us and was like, no, that, that guy was actually really crazy and had been, I forget if he was attacking yeah. people or was, hurting yeah, people. Horrendous. Ivan Malat was comedy, convicted of, the, of butchering seven young podcast. people between 1989 and 92. Three years. Seven butcherings in three years. Buried their bodies. And that's the yeah. ones we know about. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Balanglo Forest. He's been locked up in Goulburn Supermax. Goulburn. <laughs> <laughs> twice a week to his eldest nephew. Daryl Halloween. Oh my, everything about this is scary. Twice a week he writes letters to his eldest nephew, Alistair Shipsy. No. That's another oh, scary no. name. Shipsy, a 55-year-old former Rebels biking gang member. Everything what? about this is bad. It says bikey. Uh, what is, how old is this guy if his nephew is 55? Right. He's in his 80s. I think it said he was 80. He was hot, no, though. Look at that. 70. Wait, they, isn't that the is thing? Is that the guy? 
So you think he's hot? You think he's, this got, he's got a mustache? I don't want to vote on the attractiveness <gasps> of this no, no, guy, no. Ivan Milat. He's not hot. Kills what people do you know? Yeah. Okay, so it's not for First me, but all, it's almost Burt Reynolds' ass. Those yes. are mutton chops or whatever. Yeah. Are they? What is yeah, it called um, when you have a long side oh, mustache? Yeah, he's got the chops. I don't. Oh come on, he's not as hot. Oh no, this is the nephew. This is Alice. <laughs> the uh, picture That's of Alistair Shipsey is everyone's gonna look look this up. This uh, article in the Daily Mail. He's wearing a a Freddy Krueger hat and holding a double-barreled shotgun. Oh, no. That's the picture His they used in the picture. really weird, yeah. too. Do you think yeah. he's hot at all? His hat is perched too strangely to be hot. Yeah. Okay. It's like his head doesn't when fit into it. When the hat ruins the, the hot. So the nephew put <laughs> Look out... Look at that picture, Chris. The nephew Look at this guy. The book of these things. Oh, Look, yeah. Wait, did Look, you... He's, he's genuinely hot now, and he looks like fucking Hugh Jackman in that Chris, one. would you mind tilting a little? Yeah, come around. Yeah, you gotta yeah, come around. Yeah. He's getting caught. Oh, like wow. He's genuinely hot. He's like yeah, jacked. That one, he's he's hot. He's also tan in that one. And look, I'm not. I don't love guns. I've actually been on record that I hate guns. But hate guns. Something hate about guns. that particular. And next time you guys tell me someone isn't hot, when I've said that they're hot, <laughs> I'm not. Tr- what? What are I'm you gonna do? To well, in the young. way that Nagin is fantastic at the game, you are fantastic at knowing okay. when someone is hot. You just have hotness. to look through the context yeah, of the fact yeah, that he's no. killed <laughs> at least seven people. Yeah, yeah give so everyone funny. their chance at being hot. Okay, no, you guys want to hear, hear, hear a little more about what he's been saying? Please, I will send them parts of what is he say? I do battle to cope with this shitty claustrophobic place. Blah blah blah. I suffer badly at times. I think the walls close in, no air. I will never plead with the, and then it's a word that had P, star, 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 S. I don't know what it is. But then he says, I will send them parts of my hand first. I've been considering this for a while. I only need half a reason to show them how I feel with their shithead ideas. There's not much they can do to me anymore. Who's they? I don't know. The He was a road worker. Batman. Hot or not? Hot or not? This picture of him. Working on construction on the road in a Batman not, hat. No, and no. the caption, the by the way, says his brothers had a large collection of knives. So think about that. Huh? And that's the lens now, <laughs> Squirm, you have dodged answering if this is hot. And I think it's because you think he is hot and you don't, and you know you shouldn't Can say that. Can I describe that. to the listeners what I'm looking <laughs> yes, at? Please. I'm seeing I'm, little shorts and good <laughs> legs. Yes. Ah, <laughs> I love the direction this episode is taking. Most of this episode, a large part of this has just turned into debating whether this truly insane person is hot <laughs> or not. Serial killer, this convicted serial <laughs> he, killer who's chopping off his own body parts. He Hi. lost his little finger on his left hand after he severed it in an attempt to send it in a padded envelope to the high court. Goulburn Base Hospital was unable to reattach the finger. Another letter sent by Malat to Shipsy talks about the hunger strike he decided Shipsy. to go out after he butchered his own finger. For seven days after I chopped my finger off, I was locked away in a safe cell. Light on 20 hours a day. No idea of time. It's in a cement box. No windows or openings. The best way I deal with that shit is don't eat. And after a couple of days, I had all that pain in my hand. So after a couple of days, I didn't give a fuck what happened. It took seven days to negotiate as usual once I agreed to start eating. Can you imagine? I thought that that was by a politician. <laughs> I did too. I absolutely <laughs> thought yeah, that was a politician. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. It is nuts that... Right, because it would the politician would have to be have fallen so far, yeah, like past Trent Lott, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, into a prison, yeah. right, where they're chopping off their own body parts and then writing letters I about it. I thought this might have been like, um, like it's like not a Mandela like, political prisoner type oh, thing, or like, I a, like a Northern Irish, like war torn land political. In my, but did you objective. think that? Because in my mind, you thought it was like Jeff Sessions really found himself in a bad place, <laughs> and no, he's like me, writing letters. I, I guess uh, the nature of the game, given that like these are all kind of like gory or like you know uh, I- intense quotes, I'm like, okay, it's just a different time. Things were different back then. People said things like that. You know, I don't know, 1800s. Why not? So I, I do just want to be clear. There's a book. By Alistair Shipsey. I want to give my man Shipsey a shout out on this. It's called The Malat Letters, M-I-L-A-T. The Inside Story from the Backpack Murderer. Uh, it's 32 bucks in Australia. I don't know what the shipping cost will be in America. But everybody, I just want to give it a plug. And the picture of him on the cover is legitimately one of the most attractive pictures ever. That's, Wait, hold on. So the nephew yeah, that's Shipsey, wrote a that's book a picture that Shipsey included right there. the letters. Yes. And it's like in defense of my uncle? It, it's just or? here he is in his own words. And they're making cash. They're making I cash think if I had a relative that trusted me but 
was a serial killer, I would write a book. <laughs> I think if I had a relative who was incredibly mentally ill, I don't but know. Hot. If I, but hot. Yes. Because <laughs> look at these two pictures of them side by yeah. side. Like, Shipsy's on the left. He looks like an Atlantic City magician. He looks like Chris Angel. He does. He has a Chris, Chris Angel vibe. <laughs> like, old Chris Angel vibe. And then his uncle on the right, Malat. Smoke show. Literal smoke show in this picture. <laughs> like, looks like he fucks good. Yeah. <laughs> looks like this guy gives you the fucking... Yeah. Like, he's doing cuddlingus. Like, yeah. He's doing uh, da, 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 da. I mean, he looks like he gives you the sexual experience that you quietly think about for the rest of your life. Oh, yay. Wow. Right. Because one of his fingers is short. Right. Oh. So, hey, let's call it what it is. It's the clit finger. It's just what it is. And mine is just calling it what it is. And I'm here. Excuse me. I have to take a call. I just want to. Okay. Shipsy promises none of the money goes to my lot. I put the letters together to let anyone see he's in hell. Oh, yeah, but I mean, he killed a lot of... Ba- oh, now is there's this, pictures of backpackers like getting a lot less s- like a limited Netflix series in right. the making about these two gentlemen. I mean... Ju- because there's a story on the... In- there's a, there's the killing the backpacks. Guys, who's making this? Are we making a we show might is what I'm saying? To. Are the five of us... Oh, is that what now, he looks like now? Now, here he is at 70. He's kind of a fucking silver fox. Yeah, he is. That, <laughs> what, I mean, that Shipsy or the uncle? No, this is Malad at 70 after he shot his finger up, and he still kind of looks good. He's got like a silver daddy finger. Yeah. What's yeah. the story with prisons in Australia? Are they like like more fun times? Well, or? wasn't Australia a prison colony? Oh, yeah. Oh. So maybe You're this in the country. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, everybody, once again, shout out to Alistair Shipsy. <laughs> Go get his book. Shout out. So call him a when, lot. when were these murders the happening again? Uh, 89 to 92. He took out seven backpackers out. The years between uh, when my brother was born and I was born. Wow. Interestingly. Interesting. Also, and it's kind of a conspiracy as also, well. Also, the years um, that brought on the grunge movement. 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 So there's so many. There's such a great soundtrack opportunity. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Throw some pixies on. To do this. <laughs> throw some pixies on and read the Malat letters. As long as I can have kind of an, of an absurdist, surrealist bent, I will join this uh, writing room. <laughs> All right. I want to thank everybody for being here. This took by far the strangest turn this podcast has ever taken. A deep dive analysis of the hotness of Australia's most notorious serial killer. Harry Nelson, anything you want to plug? The <gasps> yeah. new company you're jumping ship to? Yeah, or what? Check, out, check out Hyper Object Industries. He's really oh doing God. it. Really do, no longer gives a fuck. That's uh, no, cool. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. Uh, How many weeks left? Uh, two more weeks after this. So do you, you know where you're share. moving, by the way, to uh, Los Angeles? No, you need a roommate? No, just welcome. Yeah. Hey. We'll, we'll connect. <laughs> she has we'll a, she can move all of the meat labia <laughs> yeah. to whatever. Well, her meat so room. Look at Harry already trying to network. We'll, we'll, we'll connect. Yeah, we'll connect. He did say connect. He did say connect. This guy's a mover. It wasn't like what's you know like oh we'll talk. It was we'll connect. Don't oh, connect. No. <laughs> he's gonna take. you out. He's gonna go out to lunch and he's gonna pay yeah. on a company card. That's that great for me. And then he's gonna drive away, no permit. Maya, anything to plug? Yes. Um. This coming Tuesday, the 12th of November, is Animal Show, the show I host with Justin Linville and David Steele at The Well in Bushwick. Or uh, actually, Justin insists I call it East Williamsburg. Oh. And it's going to be great. It's going to be a really – we have a, a great what, is lineup. is he a fucking real estate agent? <laughs> yeah, on, on some level, yes. Yeah, he's a mystery. None of us know anything about his personal life. Nagin, what would you like people to know about? Oh, my God. I, You know what? I did this thing for NPR that, I'm real, that I th- thought was real cute. I did it for All Things Considered. It's an essay about how dogs should be involved in um, health care. And it's like a little funny, but it's a little – there's some science behind it. And it's, it's my pin tweet. It's a little audio essay. That I did wow. for all things considered. So lo- so listen to that, and then subscribe to my podcast, Fake the Nation, where you'll hear people like Chris Gethard, um, and then a whole host of other fucking people. Yeah, good show. and it's a fun. It's a really good show. Yep. Legit. All Thank right, you. Sarah, break it down. Is this when it is comes this out tomorrow? Be? It does. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, buy tickets to my show at the Bell House on. Uh, November 8th at 10 p.m. Please. So this comes out oh, November 8th. If you're in New York, go see it. The Bell yeah. House is one of the, the great show's venues at 10? in New York. It's at 10. Is that too late? No, that's a fantastic it's time. It's a Friday right. night. It's ah, my Friday night activity. It's I'm a going. Friday night. Please, Hell Trap Nightmare at the Bell House. Don't embarrass me in front of my family. <laughs> my entire family is going to be there. Oh. 
the New last York. show. Get out there. The last Hell Trap show, or one of the Hell Trap shows, uh, I went to middle school with Sarah, and our middle school drama teacher came, <laughs> and it was nuts. And our high school drama teacher texted me. No. And Tommy? said, yep, he's coming as well tomorrow. So if you guys don't come to the show, my so, high school teachers are going to think I'm a fucking wizard. So you're telling me <laughs> your family and a number of former teachers are coming to a show where you talk about meat la- your own distended labia. They're front row every goddamn, I swear to God, it's front crazy. row every show. My Do dad's they in the get front. it? Yeah, they're obsessed. My dad's in the front <laughs> going, go Yankees, let's go! <laughs> I love it. Hell Trap Nightmare tonight at the Bell House. Get out there in New York. I have a few things coming up, but the one I want to point out, I uh, decided yesterday, all, me and all Maya, did you get that email? Which? The 21st, I'm doing a show through she the She doesn't BCC. watch your shows. She doesn't read <laughs> your emails. <laughs> I changed what my show is. I, I was going to do a show with Megan Stalter, but I gave her the wrong date, and she can't do the right date. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I've been writing a new batch of material that <gasps> is the is the is the... The worst mentally stuff I've put out there since career suicide. I'm gonna try it for the first time on the 21st yes. at the BCC, and it's not. It's gonna be the 21st I'm, of November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna crush. It's gonna crush me uh, emotionally. <laughs> oh. it's, it's it's not. It's. Uh, I think there will be some funny stuff in the show, but also you'll see some really. Uh, Cringy moments. Oh my god, I want to go. That rocks. And it's in a room where you can see everyone's faces mm-hmm. while you're saying. Oh, I haven't been to the new BCC. It's, so we have a oh, new space. Honey, we got a new space. It's it's awesome. And yes, you can see everyone's faces. Oh, perfect. But it's perfect. like I think it's gonna be perfect. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of There's stuff. A new BCC. I well, this is true. I recently saw. I, I see multiple shrinks now. Which nice. you're probably those of you guys who know me are probably happy to actually Yay, hear that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Everybody's good. there's been some they genuine offer you concern. Different yeah, kinds of yeah, different types of things. I love it. And uh, <laughs> the the one drink. First of all, this drink recently told me. I, I appreciated the poetic phrasing of this. She said, "You are very clearly dancing on the rim of a major depressive episode." Hey, <laughs> dancing on the rim. And There's then, something <laughs> weirdly romantic about that. The idea dancing of dancing on, on the a rim. rim. I know. And then at it's one, also like kind of sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, when someone says like flirting with oh, like yeah, a major depressive yeah, episode. Yeah. Yes, you know. Yes. And then she asked, I, I told some stories about my childhood that I was trying to like make real funny and I'm able to do that. And then she stopped and was like, this is not normal. Tell me how you really grew up. <laughs> and then I did. And she was legitimately disturbed. And I'm now going to tell a bunch of those very same stories that yeah! freaked out a psychological professional on stage. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. It was such a breath of fresh air. I think we can all agree that even talking about a serial killer who chopped off his fingers, at least Justin wasn't here muddling things up, shouting <laughs> over the callers, oh, big man. time and everybody. Anyway, we'll Jeez. see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Justin, it's so good to see you. Oh my God, your Airbnb is beautiful. You should hear about the trip I had. I went in a car with a couple of crazies, but when I say crazies, I mean that so lovingly. I cooked, I prayed, I talked to Chris. I finally talked to Chris. Outside of the podcast context, of course, it was nuts. It was awesome. Stop. Who is you? Justin, it's Maya. I'm your co-host on this CGP podcast. Sorry, it's hard to see you because my sunglasses are tattooed to my face. Who is you? What? Uh, Give me a second, Mayo. Mariah, throw me a beer. And Jim, pass the duchy. It's Mariah Carey and Jim Carey. Justin, Justin, what are you talking about? The duchy? What are you talking about? Wait a second, wait a second. Who you is? Don't matter. I got to play Stratego with Angel Elgore. Do you mean do you mean Ansel Elgort? Actually, I think it's fuck you, get out of my face. Justin Bieber, join my book club, we're doing the lovely bones, you in? Hollywood has changed you, Justin. It's changed you for the bad. This is the life. Hollywood. Justin, you've arrived. Thank you for the martini, Martin Scorsese. It's not what you know. It's just where you go. It's Planet Party Town. Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. 
Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.